Welcome to another episode of More Happy Life, the podcast that will teach you how to trigger upward spirals of health and happiness in your life. I'm Andy Proctor, a happiness activist whose goal is to make your life more happy with science-backed strategies and powerful interviews. If you enjoy this episode, share it and let me know by tapping the stars in the reviews. Welcome back to another episode of More Happy Life. This is your host, Andy Proctor. I am excited today to talk to you about our guest. We are going to be talking about customer experience and how, as a business owner, as a business, you can actually increase the happiness of the people that you are both serving as well as your employees and how big of a deal that is. I mean, you think about it, 90,000 hours of average person's life is spent working. And if you can increase the happiness of your employees during that time, it's huge. So we talk about that as well as how to make your customer experience a happier experience for all the people that you're serving as a business. So let me tell you a little bit about Stacy. She is known for her expertise in designing and implementing successful customer-centric programs that differentiate businesses B2B and consumer B2C brands beyond price. She coaches individuals and leads teams to deploy best-in-class methodologies and closed-loop processes. She currently is the Director of Customer Experience and Employee Engagement at Schindler Elevator Corporation, where she's contributing to record-breaking net promoter results, uh, year-over-year revenue growth and portfolio protection, uh, recent accomplishments uh, are that she was a 2019 finalist in the CX Leader of the Year and CXPA Impact Awards. Uh, besides CX, she has also uh, led digital marketing, website conversion, optimization, and reputable brands of all sizes and budgets, including Verizon, uh, Verizon Wireless, AT&T, Martha Stewart, ADP, Wilton, and many, many more. She's produced multi-billion dollar uh, sales while increasing customer satisfaction and effort scores within costs per acquisition targets. She is amazing. She's a, a guru at customer experience, and she recently began to uh, be a contributor to Forbes and is writing about this because she is such an expert at it, and I just thought it would be really interesting because we had in a past episode, which I'll mention in this episode, uh, uh, our, we had an ex- a opportunity to interview uh another person who talks about customer experience and a lot of people really like that, especially the business owners out there uh, and wanted to hear more. And so here we are uh, bringing in more people to talk about how customer experience can really improve the happiness of both your employees as well as your customers and why that is so crucial for your business and for the happiness of the people in the world because businesses have such uh, a great opportunity uh, to be able to uh, really impact the happiness of the world. So as this is the More Happy Life podcast, I wanted to bring Stacy Sherman in to make this an amazing episode and to share more of this with you. And uh, just as a, a side note as well, just to make sure um, all of the things that she says in this episode are her own views uh, for legal purposes, uh, and I'm really excited to introduce you to Stacy Sherman. 
Stacy, welcome to the show. I'm so happy to have you on today. I'm just really glad that we have finally been able to make this happen. Oh, me too. Thank you. Absolutely. So, you know, you are an expert in customer experience, which is so exciting to talk about on the show. And we recently spoke about how customer experience can really equate to a happier life. And I'd love to start by kind of sharing a customer experience that I had on my wedding day. <laughs> and Okay. Uh, yes, please. Yeah. So uh, my wife and I, we were married on June 28th. And this was quite, uh, let's see, six, six and a half years ago. And we were at the end of our, our wedding day, you're kind of just exhausted. You've been talking to people. You didn't really eat much usually. And so uh, we were starving and we just wanted to find a place to eat on our way to our hotel. And so we decided to stop at anywhere that we saw. So we're not really hamburger people, but we saw a smash burger. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) And we were starving. So we decided to stop at smash burger. So we, we walked in, we had not really changed. And we, we looked, we were still in our wedding clothes and they saw us in our wedding clothes and and one of the employees said, wow, you guys look great. <laughs> what, are, what are you doing? <laughs> That's great. That's great. And, uh, and so we said, Hey, you know, we just, we just came from our, our wedding, uh, and we're starving and we just, we wanted to eat something. <laughs> and he said, wow, this is your wedding day. I, I'm going to pay for your meal. And so the guy had pulled out his credit card and he said, you can get whatever you want. And he, you know, ended up just paying for our whole meal and it was amazing. And I'll never forget that. I'll always remember Smashburger, uh, even though I'm not a hamburger guy, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, because of that one experience. Yeah. I mean, I, I'll tell you exactly what that is. That, that's called a wow moment. And that, that is the basis of customer experience. Wow. Moments. It's, it's these, it's these experiences that, that you remember that cause you to come back, create you to be brand loyal. Mm. It created you to even tell the story years later. And that's the, that's the power of, of wow moments. And, and next time, if you should ever go to Smashburger again, even if they make a mistake, you'll still, you'll overlook it because how they made you feel on that important day, or even if it wasn't your wedding day, which right. just makes the story better, but it, it, that's what customer experience is about. It's exactly that. Yeah. It's so interesting that you say that you kind of lose track of the mistakes that they make in the future because yeah, I think it, I, I often look at smash burger and think, yeah, maybe I should just go, even though I don't really like burgers. <laughs> and uh, mm-hmm. yeah, it's so interesting because it was, it wasn't just transactional. It was transformational, you know? So. Exactly. And, and I think it's a perfect example of how they put you the customer first Mm. and 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 that's what i'm always 
talking about and walking the talk. It's like, how do we be very mindful to make the customer first and foremost before internal processes or technology can often, you know, enhance experiences, but they can also right. hurt them. And, and so I love this example because it was, it's really about humanizing a, a burger. Yeah. And, and, and it's wow moments. I mean, everybody can create them. They just forget that, that it's in their control. Yeah, it really is so interesting. And I think it was such a simple act of kindness. But, and he might have even, he might not even been trained to do that. They may not even have that as a part of their training. But because this person did that, like I'll never forget. So, so yeah, mm-hmm. I, I just would love to kind of talk about experiences like this for a second and, you know, how they can lead to a happier life. Uh, you know, and I, so I'd love to have you share a positive customer experience that you may have had that kind of stuck out to you and increased your well-being. Yeah, I'd love to. I have um, a, a several in my mind. One stands out. And before I get to that, I do want to comment something you said before about Smashburger. Yeah. Uh, and that is, you know, I wonder, did that employee you know, was he or she empowered to do that? Because there are many times and many places where I'll hear um, an employee or staff member say, I'm sorry, I can't do something. And then there's other places where they don't need to go to their manager to ask permission. They just do when there's a mistake or something Mm. that they feel heartfelt. Empowering the employees is such a, a critical point or part of customer-centric companies. Um, right. so I just had to bring that back because of what you mentioned. Yeah, that's so interesting. And I think it's important because of, you know, I've been to other restaurants that I won't necessarily name, but that are, you know, I asked them, hey, could you do this? thing for me you know I used to get these like orange smoothies and then on some days I would (laughs) I would want them to add a little bit of vanilla soft serve ice cream to the smoothie (laughs) just because I thought it was (laughs) tasty and Uh and I had some employees who just said you know I don't think I can do that uh and Uh they said well maybe you can buy an ice cream cone and then and then I can put it in there. But it was just interesting where, where that mindset is different, right? And maybe they feel more empowered, um, you know, or they, they, that mindset changes when they feel empowered uh, from above. A hundred percent. And even with your ice cream, I think it's also that, that culture that reinforces small things make big differences. So you know, it's really training the front line to think that way, empower them to deliver great experiences. And as you talk about, it makes you happy. It makes you come back. It makes you tell others. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah. So you were saying that you had a couple of experiences that you, that kind of came to mind. Tell, share one of those. Yeah. Yeah. So um, this one is around the hospitality industry. And I, and I want to preface that the story I'm going to tell is it, it applies everywhere. Every industry, every company can apply 
what I call is best practices, but, but this experience I'll explain. So I visited with my family, a place called Woodlock Woodlock Pines uh, Resorts in Pennsylvania. Hmm. And it's a, it's a such a nice getaway away from reality and stress of life. And so I checked in and everything was smooth. I went and checked in, got everything, my key and everything was on time and everybody was nice. And that's normal for, for a check-in process. I would say at least at nice hotels, but what wasn't what I didn't expect that was my wow moment was when I turned around, there was a really nice man standing near me and he shook my hand and he welcomed me and my family. And I later learned that that was the owner of this resort, the owner. I mean, like, wow. But, but more than just that moment, when I ate dinner there over the period of time there or lunch, he would walk around and say hello to the guests. And he's owned this place. I don't even mm. know how many years. I mean, it's been in his family. So I'm talking probably hundreds of years. Yeah. And the owner came out and greeted everybody and, and showed up and didn't stay behind, you know, his office doors that is very common in small and big companies. Yeah. And, and that's something that hello and goodbye, right? Hello, goodbye. And right. the, the owner coming out and letting customers and guests know you're important. I'm glad you're here. Mm. Oh my gosh. Why is that? Why doesn't everybody do that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think that's so important because it taps into one of our core human needs, which is connection right? We really just want to connect. And so if somebody takes, you know, the time and and makes the effort as a business, right? As a business to, to make a a human connection. I think that's something that really does stand out, right? It, It does. And, and that's why I, I mention it because this is not about a rocket science app. This is not about you know, some, some new technology. This was human to human. Hello, welcome. I'm glad you're here. And boy, I mean, they make enough money. He wouldn't be lost without my return visit, but every yeah. person, you know, he made, he paid attention to. And um, there's a lot of, you know, there's a lot that businesses can, can do to make their customers happier. Yeah. So I'd love to have you kind of talk about some of those things that, you know, what, what is it that those businesses, that any business, I can see a business owners listening right now and they're thinking like, man, this sounds like a good idea, but I don't know necessarily how to do this in my business. What can they do? Yeah. So, so obviously one, what we just talked about is do the basics, say Mm -hmm. hello, say goodbye, connect. Yeah. Um, so that's common sense, but I think people need the reminder of how important that is. Right. Two, focus on the entire customer journey. So what I mean by that is hmm. when customers interact with brands, it's, 
it's from the beginning, from when they, they learn, they're buying, they're getting, they're using a product or service, and they're getting help. And the entire journey matters. So if, for example, let's say going back to my woodlock, for example, yeah. um, if bought, you know, I bought, I, I reserved the place, I arrived, it was all wonderful, but maybe I had some billing issues and getting it rectified was so painful and so difficult, then the entire journey, the beginning, actually won't even matter. It's the whole, it's the whole cohesive experience that makes people want to stay or go, hmm. return or not. And Interesting. So, yeah, so businesses need to, what we in the CX world say, map out the entire customer journey. What is the ideal experience? And then actually test it with your, those personas or those, that target market. Is this reality? Is this the experience that we intended to create? Is that what we're creating for you? Um, mm. And then also measuring customer happiness at each of those touch points, those journey touch points. And that's something that it, it's, it, there is a, there is a science and an art to it, but it's just getting started. Even if it's in the basic way, which I often teach and write about, it's, it's really important to um, customer centric cultures and, and workplaces. That's really interesting because I think, you know, our brains are designed to, I'm not sure I understand. unfortunately, to, uh, you know, to be more negative, to pay attention to the things that are more negative than the ones that are positive. And so, you know, all along that customer journey, right, we, we if something negative pops up, um, it can it can really have an impact on us, even if the rest of it was positive. And I mean, our brains, you know, like we have to have five, I think it's like five positive uh, experiences to, to equal, um, you know, to, to make up for the equal amount of negative. And so it's really tricky as a business, right. To, to, to be able to fill in with so much positive and, and, and really to take also to, try to maybe make the end, like you said, to say hello and to say goodbye. I feel like that's actually really important, you know, even though it seems so basic. It is. And, um, and by the way, I'm laughing because talking about an experience and popping up Siri, just talked to me from my watch and I, <laughs> and I didn't ask it to talk to me. So talk about an experience. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Customer experience right here. Apple. We'll talk to them later. Right. <laughs> Right, right. Oh gosh. But um but yes, yeah, so you know, I think that it is. It's mapping out the customer journey. It is it is doing the basics and it's measuring satisfaction and and sentiments along a journey and making sure that it's it's easy, it's convenient, it's if there's pain points, you're you're addressing them. Um that's that's what businesses need to do. And that's how you really make sure that you have happy customers who 
keep coming back, who write about you on social media, who give you good reviews, um, and have you tell wedding stories. Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> exactly. Well, no, it's so interesting, though, because I think, I mean, I was talking to a friend about this the other day, and he said, I mean, just, he said, just pause for a second. And think about how many brand interactions you're having right now. Like you, you're, you're, the socks that you're wearing, the chair you're sitting on, the clothes on your, you know, on your body, the car you have, like the, the watch you're wearing, your phone, uh, maybe your glasses, like whatever it is, right? Like there's so many different brands that you're interacting with on a daily basis. And uh, there's so much that I think businesses and brands can do to, make this world a better and a happier place for everybody. So I think that's really, it's really powerful. I mean, it seems like, oh, well, it's just business. It's not just business. I think, I think we interact with so many businesses and, 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 and I mean, even t- thinking about em- employees too and mm-hmm. how, how businesses or business owners can, can maybe start there. Right. And I think we, as, as employees, we spend, I mean, so much of our lives working. And so if we're, if we're happier as employees, you know, I wonder how does that equate to or, you know, kind of connect to the, the happier experience for customers? You know, what's that link between employee happiness and customer happiness? Oh, yeah, they go hand in hand. Um, when employees are satisfied and they're happy, I, I see it every day. It, it transfers over to the customer experience because attitude is contagious. Yeah. And to ensure employees are happy, though, it really takes commitment and, and focus on it's a top down. So the executive, the leadership commit has to be committed to really paying attention to their employee needs and taking actions that are based on what they say makes them happy. So if it's, you know, if it's money and bonuses, well, what can you do to help that person reach their, their goals and how can they deliver to the company that in the end gives back to the employee? Um, if right. it's someone who's caring about their career and if it's, you know, it's about empowering people, it's, being there, being approachable, showing up just like the guy at Woodlock, um, being yeah. visible, all of that really makes people care. And and the biggest thing I'm noticing in companies, there's this big um, kind of um, I don't I can't say the word. Um, it, it's all about inclusivity and and. It's diversity and being inclusive. I mean, this is a huge topic. And I, I love it because it, that is about employee happiness. And I, I'm glad there's a lot of conversations lately about it. Yeah, me too. It's so important, I think. And I think, you know, I, I just barely joined a new startup as the chief happiness officer. And I think as I, you know, a lot of people, when I tell people that they're, they start to laugh <laughs> and they say, is that real? Is that a thing? You know? Mm. And it is, it really is. And, you know, um, it's, it's not only real, but it's so important. And, um, 
you know, I, I'm on the, the board of, of TEDx BYU. And a few years ago, one of the speakers, he gave a, a really important talk on, you know, that, that the happiness uh, at work is critical for our decision making. And there's, there's going to be way too many people, way too many workers and employees available. Um, and, uh, and, and, or there's going to be more jobs than there are employees. And so, so we've got to give them a reason to, to be at our company. And he says that, you know, our, our ability to help them to feel something positive is going to determine more about whether they choose to work for our company or for a different company. And mm-hmm. I think that that's, that's, I think what's going to happen in the future as, as time goes on. I believe it. And, and that's why I encourage, you know, people who are in the customer experience field, I would say that is definitely a big part of the job, but driving employee engagement and driving employee excellence and employee happiness has to be tied to it because they, mm. they do go hand in hand a hundred percent. Totally, totally, man. This is, I, I think it's so important. So I'm so glad we're talking about this. And, um, I just, I, I think that more business owners really need to, uh, to think about this, uh, and think what is it that they can do to start, you know, making, I think, I mean, this is just an opinion that I have, but making themselves happy, right? And, mm-hmm. and finding happiness themselves. Because I think if they feel it, and if they experience it, then they're going to want their employees to be happy. And they're also going to want other people, their customers specifically, to, to be happy as well. Yeah, just to comment on that. I mean, when I think about my friendships, you know, outside even just a business uh, yeah. area, it, it takes a happy person to be able to celebrate with, with their friends and really mm-hmm. be there, really enjoy it. It's easy to be there for the, the hard times, the, the losses, the sadness. It's easy to hold somebody's hand and just be there. But it's not so easy to when you're life and you're not happy to go celebrate somebody else. And that's why I feel like you're right. You have to feel happy, content, to be able to give to somebody else. And, and then that, that's where it, it transfers and gets contagious. Yeah, absolutely. I think that, that it really does transfer, right? I think it is, I think it does kind of rub off on, on everyone around you. So thank mm-hmm. you for bringing that up. I love that. So I want to know what is your mission in life right now, Stacy? <laughs> That's a big question. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I would say that I'm really intentional and focused on being a change agent. I want to bring more focus to everything we're talking about, customer experience, employee experience into the workplace, because I know that it is a brand differentiator. It's much bigger than price factors. Um, in fact, uh, <laughs> I think about my morning this morning, I go to Starbucks way too often and I don't go there because I like paying double, triple the cost of coffee. Right? <laughs> I, 
I go there because of the experience and the, the warm welcome and then personalizing my drink and putting my name on it. And if they make mm. a mistake, they correct it, you know, right away without any, any excuses or any questions. And I, I want to see more companies doing that. I, um, even companies that are so traditional in their, in their ways, I want, I want to instill more of this, um, as you call it, happiness. It, I think of it as experiences. Um, so, so that's yeah. one. Two, um, I really enjoy, as we're talking, I love mentoring individuals and groups about how to deliver authentic, best-in-class experiences based on what I've learned academically, certifications, but on the job. And, and I know that it can be replicated everywhere. So I, I love teaching, mentoring um, are, are the words that come to mind. Um, and then third is just to continue learning. Um, I, I am a student for life. I've heard that phrase and I've, I've inherited it now because it's so true. I feel that way. Um, um, I love I think right now, in terms of learning, I am eager to take my voice and my writing and my stories to the next level. And just like you're doing podcasts, um, I bought the equipment recently and um, I want to do some videos and podcasts and more talking. And my only stumbling block is that I need to take it out of the box. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Just do it. Do it. (laughs) That's the only thing in my way. (laughs) But, but yeah, I have so much content in my head and time is the only challenge, not the ideas. And at some point, hopefully, not hopefully, I will write a book incorporating all these ideas and feedback people have given me. And um, that's my personal mission right now. I love that. Thank you so much for sharing that. I think that's something that's really personal, but I think it's also so powerful too. So thank you for sharing that with us and inspiring me. That's I'm inspired. (laughs) Oh, well, that's good then. Then yeah, we'll feed off each other. (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. So I want to ask you a question that I love asking everybody who is a guest on my show, which is, do you have any other advice for people who are just desperate to have a more happy life today? Uh, my answer is, and I'll share something I do that really works. First is be intentional and purposeful about how you experience your day. And to do this, um, there's many apps out there, but one in particular I recommend is called the Five Minute Journal. And hmm. what it is is when I wake up, I use the app, and it asks you asks the user very few basic, basic questions each day. And the first one is define three things to be grateful for. Just three quick things. And it could be as minor as a warm shower, a great cup of coffee, um, a meeting that you had the day before that you felt good about. So just three things for you that you're grateful for. Then it says, uh, write three things you're going to do to make today great. And 
So for me today, I would write, I ate in the cafeteria and I connected with some people I don't know. And, and what other three things am I going to go do today? And then the last question asked is one daily affirmation. So I am, I am X. Even if you don't feel it, say it or write it and then it manifests. Okay. Mm. So then at night, the end of the day, it pops up a reminder and it asks you through three things that happened today. It asks you, how could you have made today even better, if at all? And, and the key to it all is defining what makes you happy. And then it, it gets you to do it more. And, and I think between the app, also surrounding yourself around people who support your goals and don't deflate your confidence, that is every day gets you to really build who you authentically want to be and, and then deliver your best self wherever you go. I love that. Thank you for sharing your, your routine. That's a really powerful routine. And I love, I'm going to check the uh, five minute journal out. That's, it sounds like a really great app too. So I, I think you'll like it. Yeah, I love it. So uh, this is really great and helpful and very inspiring. I'm inspired and I'm so glad we have been able to talk. And I just want to, know where can people find or follow your your work and find and follow you yeah i'd love for people to connect uh read my blog doing cxwrite.com d-o-i-n-g-c-x-write.com um i share practical tips daily on social media twitter and instagram at my uh at doing cxwrite where you can also Find me at uh, Stacy Sherman, no E in Stacy. Um, connect with me on LinkedIn, and um, but yeah, mostly you'll find me mostly spending my time on doing CX right when I'm not at my day job, and uh, continuing to walk the talk. Absolutely, that's great. Thank you so much for sharing that, and I'll make sure that that's all in the show notes as well. So, Stacy, thank you so much for being on the show with me today. This has been delightful. Oh, thank you. I really appreciate it. I really hope this episode helped you to have a more happy life today. If you enjoy this episode, share it and let me know by tapping the stars in the reviews. You can also find me on Instagram at morehappylife or by going to morehappylife.co. Thanks for listening and see you soon.